Hey everyone, it's Biff. Um, so, well after the podcast had been recorded, something fantastic happened uh, to the greater Jabroni U family. And uh, I just wanted to add this and come on here and put this uh, before the podcast even starts because I think it is absolutely amazing and needs to be celebrated. So, Daniel Solers now. Dan the man. The driving force behind New Jabroni Pro Wrestling, uh, part of Grindhouse, just an overall great guy, been a great guest on this podcast, on the Draft Podcast, on just so many podcasts. Just a great human being. On Wednesday, uh, he welcomed a child into the world. And I think that is absolutely fantastic and amazing. And I am so happy for him and his partner. And uh, I, you know what? I am not the only one. And uh, so, Daniel, uh, th this is for you and your partner and for your little bundle of joy. I just wanted to play a couple things because not only myself, um, you know, am I not only myself is excited. Uh, here are some folks that you know that uh, are also excited for you. D Solo, look at you go. You took the thang out, you put the thang in. Congrats on the sex. Congrats on the impregnation. Congrats on making it through the first trimester. What? The second trimester. What? The third trimester. What? And congrats on getting that little baby up out of there. Your dad. Go do the dad thing. Good luck, my dude. Hey, this is Wes from Why Do We Ever Meet? And just wanted to wish Daniel and uh, his family and that new baby uh, a, a very merry welcome into the world. Um, I, uh, from one dad to another, take no one's advice. You'll figure this shit out as you go. Uh, so happy for you guys. Enjoy. All right. So, Daniel... I am sure. No, I'm not a father. And uh, I think Wes is right. Don't take my advice. I know I have no idea what the fuck I'm talking about. The only advice you, you need is any advice that, you know, I, I don't even have the words, man. Like, I think that, that I'm just so happy for you. I'm just so very proud. And I think it's absolutely amazing. So obviously not a dad, but when I, you know, met, my niece and nephew for the first time. It really, I got to watch them sleep. And I'm sure you're doing a lot of that. I'm sure you're also hoping like, please sleep. But I'm sure you were watching your new, new baby sleep. And something that popped into my head when I was watching my niece and nephew sleep when they were, you know, newborns my mind came back to this next song. So this song is for you. And I love this song, but I do not have the perspective to fully understand what it's like. You do now. So Daniel, to you and your family, many blessings, many good fortunes. You know, I'm sending you all the love and Here's a song that fits in well with uh, the rest of the podcast. 
because it is from Bare Naked Ladies. Uh, the song is called When You Dream. So I'll play it for you. And uh, just so happy for you, man. All right. Here's the song. And then on with the regular podcast. Not yet conceived. 
So that baby better be uh, doing a five-star classic in the Tokyo Dome within 18 years. Just saying. Attention students, the Jabroni University Network is now in session. Please make your way to class. And on that note, we cue the music. Biff, 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 all right. Let's settle in. Straight from the attic, it's a buddy. your host ben aka biff coming to you live once again from my dining room table uh we're here with mr teddy hey teddy what do you think of the podcast he's licking his balls where well he's where his balls used to be so i think that's a good sign uh yeah we're back at the uh, dining room table here um not gonna be the permanent home 
We're not abandoning the Center Club Recording Studio and Gaming Hub. We're just doing this for the meantime, uh, while Mr. Teddy is still learning the ropes. It's only been less than three weeks, so uh, we got to give him some time. Because, uh, you know, he, he, he's a growing boy. Uh, just want to thank everyone for the fun feedback of uh, the first Mando Rando or Rando Mando. I think I said both from last week. Um, I just, that's how I roll. I like to keep y'all uh, guessing on whether what I'm going to say. That's what I do. Uh, so that was a lot of fun. This week is the album Deep Dive. You just heard Stomach vs. Heart from the Bare Ladies' out third album, Born on a Pirate Ship. And we're, we're back at it, my friends. We're back at it. We're getting back to the wonderfully amazing deep dive into the Bare Naked Ladies discography. Um, I am currently looking up when the last episode of this came out. When do you think? Like, form an opinion in your mind when you think the last episode was when uh, it was maybe you should drive was the last I'll see here. There's Gordon December, December 11th, 2020. <laughs> so we're back at it. That's That's a hell of a layoff guys, but we're, we're back at it. Um, so until we're done with the discography of the bare naked ladies, that's what these are going to be. The third week is going to be, that amazing, wonderful uh, deep dive into my favorite band of all times, Distography. I'm excited. You're excited. We're all excited. We're an excited group. So, uh, yeah, that was. A, I love that song. That's a, the leadoff album, uh, the leadoff song of the album, um, and it, it, to me, it encapsulates the the wit and the charm that is the Bare Naked Ladies, um, and I, I just love it very much but we're going to go into it deeper, but we're going to get those plug skis out the way. So big news. If you are a Spotify listener to this podcast, you can now rate the podcast on Spotify. So what does that mean for you? That means that you can go to Spotify and you can give us that sweet, sweet, sweet five star rating folks. I'm going to say this right now. I would really appreciate everyone going to Spotify and giving my podcast, this podcast, Biff Radio, a five-star rating. Now, with the caveat, I would love a five-star rating. If you feel that I have earned a five-star rating, unless you're married to me, then your feelings do not take uh, in consideration and you're just going to fucking do it. I can say that because she's not listening. It's okay, folks. I'm just kidding. Not really. I'm kidding. Not really. But, you know, so if you if you feel like, you know, you get five stars worth of entertainment out of this podcast, that would be absolutely amazing. You can also still go on iTunes and give that five star. Leave a review. I would love to see some more reviews. Yes, last week we said that we have four. We still have four. By the end of the month, folks, I want to get ten. We got six more to do. Come on. Come on. Come on. So please, please, please. That would be a huge help. Um, if you want to follow me on social media, you can go to Biff Radio on Twitter, Biff Radio 1 on Instagram, Biff underscore radio on TikTok. You can follow me personally at BandBenSC. That's BandBenSC on Twitter. Center Club on uh, TikTok. And if you want to find out more about the amazing 
shows on the podcasting network that I call home, the Jabroni University or Jabroni U Podcasting Network, please, please, please go to jabroniu.com. That's jabroniu.com. We can find out more about Biff Radio, the Draft Pod, Why Do We Ever Meet, Locals Barbershop, New Jabroni Bear Wrestling, Flow and Tell, and all the exciting products, products, exciting projects we have uh, coming up in 2022. And speaking of products, you can go to our merch store, our Threadless shop, and you can pick up merch from all of your favorite podcasts. But let's be honest, it's it's probably Why Do You Ever Meet? Because the, the, the Allens are charming, and uh, I am not. It's okay. It's okay. I'm 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 my own. I'm I've come to terms with it. I'm never going to be as cute as Roxy. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Uh, but no. So go ahead and uh, do all that wonderful stuff. And uh, let's get back into the uh, the episode at hand. So we're going over Born on a Pirate Ship. Released in 1996, it is the third studio album from the Bare Naked Ladies. So if you are in the, the lore of Bare Naked Ladies, the brothers Cregan, Jim and Andy, were founding members of the Barricade Ladies. This is the first album post-Andy Cregan leaving the band. Kevin Hearn, who is still part of the band to this day, uh, is not credited on the album, but he did tour with the band um, after they released the album, and they went on tour supporting this. Uh, the songwriting was back to the majority of it being Stephen Page and Ed Robertson. And to me, this is... One of my favorite of the early um, albums, again, like all the albums, obviously I love um, this one to me, like going through and looking at the track listing, I just really, I just, I just love this album so much. To me, this really is indicative of what I love about early Bare Naked Ladies. Um, the, just the style. Um, it has some of their most iconic songs. It has my favorite song. Um, now it's funny. It has my favorite song but it is not my favorite recording of the song, but we'll get there. But uh, my favorite Brandy Lady song and you know, favorite song is one of those things where I'm sure a lot of people could say like, Oh, that, you know, that changes. Like this is pretty firmly my favorite song of all time, but not my favorite rendition of that song. But again, we'll get there. So we started off with stomach and heart. We go into Straw Hat and the Old Dirty Hank. Um, uh, I saw, uh, you know, reading some old reviews of the uh, album. Someone said it's it's a funky little hoedown. Kind of, like, I get it. Like, you get some, some other fiddles in there. Um, to me, it is, it's a really interesting look into what fame is. Because, again, so, you know, Brady Ladies... At this point, you know, they were definitely had notoriety in Canada and they had more notoriety than they did, you know, before Gordon. But obviously, you know, fame is a, is a subjective term, but obviously it came from a place of, from both uh, Stephen Page and Ed Robertson of what that was like. Um, and it's just, to me, it's a, pe people, when they think of the bare naked ladies, a lot of times they think of one week, they think of the silliness. And clearly, Bare Naked Ladies ha have a lot of silliness in their uh, in their repertoire. But there's also a darkness to a lot of their stuff. 
uh, especially if Stephen Page is writing. I think I may have mentioned this before, but when I saw Stephen Page, I believe the last time I saw Stephen Page live, no, or one of the, one of the times I saw Stephen Page live here, here in Cleveland, he said, something to the effect of, hi, it's me, Stephen Page. I'm the one who wrote all of your, the saddest songs uh, from Brennan Ladies. And he's not wrong. Uh, the majority of like the saddest, most emotional, damaging songs are definitely by him. And we know we all love that good old emotional damage. That's what I'm here for, folks. I'm here for that emotional damage. That's why I love Barry Ladies, because they give it to me a lot. So uh, here is Straw Hank, sorry, sorry, Straw Hat at Old Dirty. Hank, here we go. Attend the wheat field that makes you bread. Find the sweet veal, pluck the hens that make your bed. Mother Nature and Mother Earth are two of three women who dictate what I'm worth. Well, I'm the farmer, I work in the fields all day. Wiped it dry. I put you up, up on a bed of still so high. If you should waver, if you should sway, catch you spread my tiny wings and fly away. You signed your picture with an O and X. I bet you don't write love each time you sign your checks. Try not 
So once again, we have uh, a song uh, written by Stephen Page, and uh, th- that was "This Is Where It Ends," and it is his take on mental health. Um, <laughs> that is a ongoing theme with Stephen Page. That his I don't want to say fascination, but um, one of the, th- the hallmarks of Stephen Page's music is taking a very stark and real look at mental health. And this is coming from someone who's had mental health issues the majority of his life. And uh, those mental health issues led to substance abuse issues, which we will obviously talk about in future episodes that play a big role. Well, I mean, one of the biggest roles in him leaving the band. Um, and it's just something about that, you know, um, I mean, Brandon Ladies, I think, out of everything that I want this series to be, I really want it to be a highlight of the fact that they are lyricists that are wildly, wildly underappreciated. And I think that this song really encapsulates that and really showcases that. The Brandon Ladies are, especially Stephen Page, are fantastic lyricists. Musically, they're also fantastic, but lyricists, they so get underrated and they get really disrespected when it comes to their lyrics. And again, obviously, I'm a bit of a fan. I'm doing an entire series about their discography, but I I truly believe that they are. Now, I'm going to say that they're the best lyricists of all time. Well, I'm not going to I'm not going to say that. I don't I don't believe that. Do I believe they are wildly underrated for the lyricists that they are? A thousand percent, yes. And I think this is where it ends is just another example that I would show people of like, there's so much more. There's so much more than, you know, the silliness that you might know them from. You know, they're, you know, one weeks and they're, if I had a million dollars. And uh, I don't know, this is where it ends is, again, it's, it's, it's a very deep cut of their, um, their catalog, but it's a song I really, really enjoy. So now next is uh, When I Fall. So, and I'm not going over every song of the album. There are some songs that are not being played today. I get accused, and I will be the first to to, uh, take this on, that when it comes to the Bernanke Ladies, I am very much more a Stephen Page man than a Ed Robertson man. Now, I have no disrespect to Ed Robertson. Ed Robertson, I mean, without Ed Robertson... But, you know, there's no, the Bernie Ladies aren't the same. I would say that without Stephen Page, the Bernie Ladies are not the same, but that is the argument for another day. But obviously, Ed Robertson, huge influence on the the direction of the band. He's a very, very talented musician. He's very funny. He's a good lyricist himself. And I do enjoy uh, songs that are led by him. Now, would I say that I enjoy them as more or like, you know, if I had to like put all the songs that were led or fronted by Stephen Page next to all the songs fronted or led by Ed, which one I'd do more to? Stephen Page. But Stephen also has my favorite voice of all time when it comes to music. 
But that is not to say that I do not like Ed Robertson songs. And this song is a song that I will always hold up as a really great song by Ed. It's talking him talking about life in a dead-end job, which I hate. <laughs> Been there, brother. And it's just a really good song. And again, it's very classic Bare Naked Ladies. It's very of this time frame of the band. Um, and it's just a pretty song. So here is an Ed Robertson-fronted song. Here is When I Fall. <laughs> To look below Pretend I'm not up here Try counting sheep The sheep seem to shower Off this office tower It's 9.8 straight down I can't stop my knees I wish I could fly From this building from this wall If I should try Would you catch me If I fall Hands clench the squeegee My secular rosary Hang on to your wallet on the rains I can't look below me Something throw me I curse at the windstorms That October brings I look straight in the boardroom A modern pharaoh's tomb I gladly swap places care to dive They're lined up at the window Peer down into limbo They're frightened of jumping In case they survive I wish I could step from this scaffold Onto soft green pasture shopping malls open Sleep. 
sleep on the floor Engine running Closed garage door Was the day before sales sign arrived on the lawn Two weeks later and we were gone Everyone falls through time In the funnel it makes But I'm staying here Inside my biggest mistake I live with it every day Even though we've moved away Our yesterdays are on a loop A marathon of heartbreaking moments I live with it every day For every step I have to play children play The hearts you choose to break Like cars dumped in the lake The laugh lines on your face The life I will So again, another uh, Stephen Page-led song. Never Stephen Page written the song. Another Stephen Page song that deals with that sweet, sweet, sweet emotional damage. Yeah. Um, again, it is another look into his his mind. And as someone who has grown up uh, with this music, you know, hearing this album for the first time would have been in 1998 to 99. And obviously as you grow up music, you know, you evolve with the music, you know, you could hear songs and as a child, not get them. And then you really, you listen to them a, mu- a bunch, a bunch, a bunch. And then obviously as you get older and more life experience, like this out, al- this song in particular, but this album, but this song in particular, I have grown with these past many, many years. And I don't know, something about this song, like I live with it every day. And I really, as someone who, you know, has deep seated, um, you know, I'm not going to play it again, emotional damage, um, trauma, and uh, mental illness, mental health issues. That's, I mean, that really, I mean, it's very literal, but it's very true. I live with it every day. Even on my best day, I'm still living with it. That's just maybe a day where I have things under control or it's just a good day. But even the, the, the best of days, it's not like it took a vacation. It's still there. Believe me, I've had good days turn into bad days just because I remembered 
or it popped into my head or someone reminded me that I have mental health issues and like, oh, wait, I'm happy. I shouldn't be happy. That's bad. That's not fun. No, no one enjoys those days. Um, so yeah, that, that, uh, it's just, and again, like to me, one of the things that I absolutely love about Steven's voice is that to me, I believe when he, when he says thing, when he sings, I, I can hear his emotion in his voice. And I, I get that. Like that might be a silly statement, but having, you know, been this music been a part of me for so long. I truly feel that there's an emotional level, a connection I have to this music. And I truly feel that I can understand the emotions that he was going through when he wrote these songs or when he sang them. So sang these songs and that could be completely wrong, but that's just how I feel. And uh, just, there's a lot of emotional vulnerability that Stephen Page sings with that I really, really enjoy. One of the many reasons why I enjoy him very much. So we've come to what is probably, if you had to rank the most well-known Bare Naked Lady songs, this is right up there. Now, I, I would say that One Week is probably the mo- most recognizable, even though uh, the theme to the Big Bang Theory is pretty goddamn recognizable too, but I don't... I, yeah, that complicated uh, feelings about that. But this is the song that really connected with a lot of people and got them really big on college radio back in 1996. Um, the old apartment. It is one of their, their biggest hits. It's a song that you see either, you know, Stephen page or you see the bare naked ladies. Um, you know, the, the, the four of them, this song is being played now. I will be gentle with this. I have seen the Bare Naked Ladies as a quartet. And while it was very nice to see, you know, four of the five guys that I grew up with loving, it was very weird. Some songs were were weirder than others. Not hearing Steven's voice on this song, really weird. But... It is a staple and um, it's just, it's a, it's a great song. Like to me, there's not a lot of people of my generation that don't know this song and don't like this song. It's a great song. Um, it's a heavy song lyrically, but it's just, a, it's a great song. It's a staple of college rock from the nineties. And uh, it's, 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 it, I mean, it's, it's just a great song. It's overall a song that I, I can't imagine a ton of people don't like. Again, you might not like it, but uh, I just think it's got a lot of universal appeal. So uh, here is The Old Apartment by Bare Naked Ladies. Welcome to the old apartment. Welcome to the old apartment. This is where we used to live. Broken glass. Broken hungry, broken hearts and broken bones This is where we used to live Why did you paint the walls? Why did you clean the floor? 
Buster over The hole I punched in the door This is where we used to live Why did you keep the mousetrap? Why did you keep the dish rack? These things used to be mine I guess they still are. I want them back into the old apartment 42 stairs from the street Crooked landing, crooked landlord Narrow laneway filled with crooks This is where we used to live Why did they pay for one? Why did they change the law? Why did I have to break it? I only came here to talk But this is where we used to live How is the neighbor downstairs? How is her temple this year? I turned up your TV and stopped on the floor just for fun I know we don't live here anymore We bought an old house on the damn floor She loves me and her body keeps me warm And I'm happy. I mean, ah, oh God. Ah, man, I just... I just thought about... So I thought about my dad. I remember when I got really into bare naked ladies and he got really happy because up until that point we hadn't really connected a lot. Um, it was hard because he lived out in Nebraska and I, I lived in Michigan. And I remember when I was out in, uh, in uh, Nebraska, the, in the summer of '98, when when we got really big, and uh, I was like, "Dad, I really like this song, this new band, Brady Good Ladies." And he's like, "Oh yeah, I've actually been a fan of them for a long time." And I was like, "Really? They've got other music?" And I remember listening this to this album with him. <sighs> I just, yeah, I remember that. It's a really nice memory I have. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> oh, man. I, oh. Yeah, it's a really nice memory. So, <laughs> Ooh, let me catch myself here. Um, so, yeah, I just, that's a really, that's a song I will always love. I'll always put that on. Uh, you know, if you had, if I had to, you know, make a playlist of my favorite Bare Naked Lady songs or songs that introduce them just to people or even songs about the 90s, I would definitely uh, put that on there. And, uh, yeah. So I'm going to skip, actually, because uh, the, the, the last time I want to play for the, the, the day is going to be my favorite song by them. Um, but I'm going to make that last. So next we're going to go just to a fun song. 
that's another fun song. Um, this ended up on the Friends soundtrack, and I'll, I'll put the video in the show notes. It's kind of a silly video, but to me, like, it's very, it's a very fun song. It does have like if you listen to the lyrics, um, you know, a little bit deeper. But it's just you know, it, to me, it's the the bare naked ladies sound of when they're being a little more upbeat and fun. Um, and it's a nice transition. So here is uh, Shoebox. under their bed full of bullshit like was that just me like and I had that before I heard this song so like I can't say that like I blame this song for that weirdness but did anyone else have that because I feel like everyone did I feel like that was a a pretty quote unquote normal thing but maybe maybe that's just me (laughs) so again shoebox I just I love the sound of it I love that Bernicolini sound Obviously, wouldn't be doing this if uh, you know I did not uh, enjoy it. So we come to now. This is not the last song of the album. Um, there's also a really fun Jim Cregan song. Uh, there's it's called uh, "There's a Spider in My Room." That's part of this album that I really enjoy. Um, overall, I'm not the biggest fan of Jim Cregan, the singer, musician-wise. He's the bass player. Jim Cregan is a fan fantastic musician his voice is not my favorite but uh i do enjoy uh the spider in my room um break your heart is my favorite song of all time it is i just love it it is one of those songs that i cannot listen to part of it so that's why we'll be playing it in its entirety because i just can't i can't I half. I had to listen to the whole thing. To me, it is 
a real showcase of the that emotional vulnerability that is Stephen Page. And uh, now, like I said, I love this song. And don't get me wrong, I love this version. My favorite version of this song is actually going to be on the next episode. Because in the same year, in 1996, the Bare Naked Ladies released a live album called Rock Spectacle. Which, again, I am extremely biased. But to me, is one of the greatest live albums of all time. And the version of Break Your Heart on that album, phenomenal. This is a very good version. Don't get me wrong. But the live version, sweet Jesus, so good. So look for that in February. So we are going to wrap up with Break Your Heart. So the song is about a guy who thinks he is doing the noble and good thing about, you know, for his significant other, his girlfriend, by not breaking up with her, even though he's no longer in love with her. And she comes back at this motherfucker. And when I tell you she comes back at this motherfucker, it's amazing. And if I ever am blessed with the opportunity to speak to Stephen Page, and I will work on that to the day I die, I will ask him about this song first. My first motherfucking question to Stephen Page will be, how? How did you write that song? Why did you write that song? Tell me everything about that song. Like, if I had, like, five minutes with Stephen Page, the vast majority of those five minutes would be about this song. So, just put it out there. Um, it's a, I love this song. Uh, if, if I could sing, and you know I can't, because I've sung on this podcast... <laughs> I have a terrible voice, but if I could, like for one day, I had a good voice and I had to like sing in front of a large group of people, this would be the song that I would pick because it's just so goddamn good. So I've hyped it up enough. Uh, Join us next week when we'll be with our first episode with Mr. Andy from the draft pod and flow and tell where we're going to look back at the month, the first month, because folks, we're almost done with January. We are almost one month done into 2022. Fucking wild. Also, I'll be able to report back to you because next Wednesday I am going to see a E W all elite wrestling at the Wolstein center in Cleveland, Ohio. And I'm just putting it out there. And if you're not a wrestling fan, just take take a quick pause here. They're going to be in Cleveland, Ohio. There is a man who is a free agent at the moment who is from Cleveland, Ohio. His family has a pizza restaurant in Cleveland, Ohio. My friends, I am calling it right now. It is 
the 18th, I believe. Let's see. It is the 18th of January. It is 10.22 on a Tuesday. I am calling it right now. Johnny Gargano will show up next Wednesday. And the place is going to fucking explode. And the loudest explosion will be the one from my pants. Yes, I said it. Ha. All right. Next week, we'll have Andy on. We'll be talking all the music that came out in January. But until then, please go listen to this album in its entirety. Tell me what you think of this album. Tell me what you think of the songs on this album. And I would love to hear everyone's feedback on this song. Here is my favorite song of all time. Here is Break Your Heart. I'll see you all next week. I love you very much. The uh, uh, bravest thing I've ever done was to run away tonight, but not this time. Not this time. The weakest thing I have ever done was to stay right by your side, just like this time. Every time.
No, I didn't. 